joining us for another Essence of Adolescence podcast episode. Hope you enjoy. Alright, welcome back to another episode. I know I haven't posted in a while, but I'm happy to be back. And, you know, in the meantime, I've really just been... You know, not really living life, but letting life kind of live through me. Um, I, I feel like I've I've been, you know, hit by several things just nonstop, and and that and that really just inspired this this episode and one that I that's kind of crossed my mind occasionally, and that is adolescence and rejection. You know, this is a period in our lives where you know a lot of us prior to this age were kind of living life obliviously. You know, going you know exploring our curiosities. And this is the age where a lot of the execution takes place. And, you know, not everything that we try to achieve is executed successfully, you know. And in result, we face a lot of rejection, rejection in result, rejection, failure. And I have, let me tell you, faced my fair share and it just fucking sucks. It's hard. It hurts. It hurts our ego. But, you know, I listened to, you know, some Jay-Z and he once said that, a loss is not a loss, it's a lesson. Appreciate the pain, it's a blessing. And and I'm gonna talk to someone who's who's not an adolescent, but you know, he, he's pretty young, he, I'm not gonna say who it is. Um, but uh, one, has faced a lot of rejection in his life and you know, has been able to prevail, become, you know, very, very wealthy person who, you know, you know, who lost a lot of things and a lot of his wealth to eventually become even wealthier. You know, so like, let's, I just wanted to talk to him about that um, and um, share some of my own experiences. There are times where I've um, put myself out there to a person and have been rejected. Times where I've put myself out there to a job and have been denied. Um, and, you know, we're at this age, I haven't, it hasn't happened yet, fingers crossed, but, you know, I'm at the age where I'm applying to colleges, and I have to prepare myself mentally for, not the inevitable, but for, you know, the possibility of rejection happening. I'm a strong believer of you attract, of the law of attraction, and, you know, you attract, your thoughts attract what will happen, I believe, in manifesting, and so, you know, preparing yourself for failure, even thinking about failure, uh, is something I don't like to gravitate towards, but, um, learning how to deal with it when it inevitably happens because in life it's important to expect failure but let's talk about um how to deal with it so let's get started i guess the first question i have for you is how should kids interpret and then react or respond to rejection yeah that's a good question um, I think it first starts with um, the the paradigm you have around your life. <clears throat> you know, you hear a term, you lose the battle, but you win the war. And what they're talking about is, you know, you have ups and downs along the way, but it's those losses, the rejections that teach you as you journey to win the war. So it's like life is full of, you know, highs and lows and the lows are defined as rejections. But 
You know, I recall, you know, losing opportunities because of lack of preparation, because of a wide variety of things. And so when I won and succeeded, I rarely reflected. But when I lost or rejected or didn't get what I wanted, that drove me to reflect the deepest. Mm. You know, and it's interesting. It's great to experience these things early in life so you can gain more insight about what to change or what exactly happened. Sometimes in many cases, you know, maybe it was a person's opinion that caused you to lose. But was it really a loss? In the grand scheme of things, you didn't get what you want, but it was a learning opportunity. So when it's time to strive to get something far greater, you now have gained a lesson so you can achieve something far greater. I think we define too many things as in absolutes. Win or lose. Rather than learning. You know, and the flip side, someone else may have won. So you know what? Congratulations. That's something that, you know, you're happy for. So collectively, did you win? Well, maybe not, but someone else did. So celebrate it. You know, and as a competitive spirit, <laughs> it's very hard to do. But, you know, I'm not sure you ever fail because... Anytime you learn, you, you, you're winning, you're growing, you really are, you know, you really are. So I think a lot of people can take like rejection and utilize it in a way where they almost take that experience and allow it to impact future decision makings almost like an hindrance on how much they put themselves out there how do you break out of that like you know like because i failed last time i did something um uh, i'm not gonna take that risk again you know so like how do i break out of that, if I'm like that? so i use a sports analogy my son you'll never score unless you shoot Right. And most people in basketball who score, they shoot a lot. And you have to get over this stigma that failing is bad. Every time you try, think about the inventors in this world who have failed a lot to learn to eventually succeed. Failing is a part of success. And again, it's not failing when you when you don't achieve what you want, you learn every I mean, think about every scientific invention, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple shortcomings until you get it right. So don't be afraid to fail. In fact, here's what they say, fail fast, mm -hmm. fail fast so you can learn and start working toward what you learn so you can achieve, fail fast, yeah. you know, and it's just part of growth and the people who experience it. You know, if, if I fail a hundred times and you fail twice, 
I've likely learned way more than you, right? And I know it's a part of the process. Become an attorney one day, as an example. You're going to lose cases and learn, and you're going to win cases. You know, you're in sports. You're going to take shots and learn not to take certain shots and to take certain shots. You know, when you, I mean, anything you do. And perfection's the enemy of good. That's the other thing. Everyone wants to do everything absolutely perfect to achieve absolute success. And really, you know, sometimes you can't be perfect, you know, in everything you do. And so if you, it's not about lowering your bar around excellence, but understanding that good, um, Good will give you more reps of trying and successes and failure than trying to be perfect and only putting yourself out there one or two times versus, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, more repetition. But can you think of a time when you like failed really badly and then like I don't know learned from it and were able to like prevail? Oh my goodness. So many things. Um, you don't have to get that person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I remember many executive presentations, and I've learned that I have to give myself a lot of time to prepare information to present to my team. And I remember putting it off to the night before and literally did not sleep because I had so much information, and it wasn't great. And I didn't feel excellent about my work, but that's because I didn't invest the time. I wasn't proactive. I didn't think about the full scope of what I needed to do, and I procrastinated. And so um, that was a big lesson. I still had to deliver. I could not prepare my information. And so... um, I it was a big lesson, and the lesson was I need to spend two weeks preparing for this mm-hmm. quarterly meeting. Yeah. Um, said things out of emotion versus logic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, remembering as a leader, it's my goal to keep the environment really, you know, positive, right? And, and, because if I express anything that's negative, it has a downward effect. And I've done that. I've kind of vented, vented to my team, a member, and that impacts him. And that was a big lesson. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think, like, especially when you're young, you have, like, kind of this, like, ego and this pride. And so, like, failing or rejection, even in, like, relationships, like, that hurts your ego or your pride. And so, like, I don't know, like, what's that self-talk we need to have when facing that? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, especially in relationships, I mean, which are the most complex, <laughs> people are the most complex creatures. And when you talk about merging two complex creatures and you know, that have their own unique backgrounds and trying to find synergies and common ground across multiple areas. It is very difficult. So 
the reality is you'll never have a perfect relationship with anyone, not even yourself. <laughs> but to be able to be agile enough to give and take, right? One day you might want to do something and I do too. And then the next day you want to do something and I don't want to do it. And now we're in conflict, but I may say, okay, we'll do what you want to do today. And tomorrow I'll do something. You're talking a lot and, and I want to tell you a lot, but I'm going to let you talk. And tomorrow I'll, it's always this give and take. And so, you know, it's, it's think about relationships and, and, and life. You, you know, you don't have to be so extreme. It's either all my way or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah because tomorrow will be different than today. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's they call it, uh, ag- you know, being agile. It's agility. Having agility, you know, to adjust, being adaptive to change. Like at corporations, when new initiatives come, You've been doing something one way for a very long time, and then they want you to do something different. Well, that's change. Some people, it's hard to change, but if you're with a company like a tech company, you have to be agile enough to change and comfortable with change. Change is a part of life. And so, you know, your perception of losing or not, not basically not getting what you want. I, I heard this quote and it was like humans natural state is change. Like our natural state we're changing. That's right. But we feel comfortable with things that we can predict yeah. and that are consistent. That's our comfort zone, but to your point, things are changing all the time. So it's it's making sure that you kinda keep that in mind. Yeah. Like we don't chase happiness, uh, we chase what's comfortable. And it kind of leaves us in this like gray area where we're like not necessarily reaching for things because it leaves us susceptible to like getting mm-hmm. hurt and being rejected. Um, yeah, so we're just like kind of staying in the same place and not growing. Yeah, yeah. Humans like patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever seen that um, experiment where they hold up a cluster of images and then you can see a face? Yeah, like an ink, yeah face really isn't there, but your brain needs patterns to feel comfortable and it recognizes it sees something that's not there because it has to make sense of yeah so we do like patterns right because it 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 gives us safety and so but you're not going to grow until you put yourself out there that's right that's right Thank you for joining us for another Essence of Adolescence podcast episode. Hope you enjoy.